The Truth Commentary with Rob Pugh, publisher of the Wisconsin Christian News, a ministry dedicated to the truth revealed through Jesus Christ, encouraging listeners to stand boldly as the King's return is at hand. For what partnership has righteousness with lawlessness? Or what fellowship has light with darkness? 2 Corinthians 6. There can be no compromise with evil. None. Unfortunately, in today's politically correct America, that's all we have is compromise. Compromise with evil. Go along to get along. Don't make waves. See something, say nothing. Of course, this is all fear-generated. We're fearful of losing our lives of luxury and ease. We're fearful to get in trouble with the law. We're fearful of offending the ignorant, and therefore we're fearful of speaking the truth. But as Christians, we have not been given a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Do you understand that? As followers of Christ, with the Holy Spirit dwelling inside us, we are the ones who have the power. We are the ones who have love. We are the ones with sound minds. While the rest of the world wallows and writhes in fear, doubt and confusion, driven to the brink of insanity, we don't have to join them in their despair. In fact, it's a sin if we do, a direct rejection of God's word. Power and love in a sound mind. That should be us. For way too many, it's not. It should be evident to all by now that America has become a wicked, evil nation with a wicked, evil government and streets filled with God-hating, self-centered, fearful, and wicked people. For nearly 50 years now, Americans, including American Christians, have looked the other way, while 70 million babies have been murdered through the savage act of abortion. Perhaps 50 years ago, we may have had an excuse because of our ignorance. We can no longer claim that excuse. There can be no doubt anymore. Life begins at conception. The baby in the womb is the most innocent and most helpless of all people. Yet as Christians, we offer nothing but lip service to a pro-life movement that has failed in every regard at ending this Holocaust in our nation. The judgment of God that has now fallen on our nation is due in part because our streets have become rivers of blood of the innocent, and we have not demanded an abrupt end to this. Instead, we've compromised. We've compromised with evil, and we are without excuse. Most Americans, including most Christians and their pastors, are oblivious to the thousands upon thousands of women and children who are victims of human trafficking and worse. What's happening through the floodgates of illegal immigration in our country is much more than just rendering humanitarian aid. It seems to me that if we were interested in rendering humanitarian aid to people, we would start first with securing the well-being of our own homeless children, our senior citizens, and military veterans. Any country with a heart for its own people would see to that, as well as the security of its borders. But the millions of illegals entering this country are useful for the so-called elites. They're useful as sex slaves and playthings. They're useful as new, dedicated leftist voters. They're useful as as useful idiots. Some do know what's going on regarding human trafficking and illegal immigration, but have chosen to ignore it. More compromise, but no excuses. When the Supreme Court rendered the abomination of so-called legalized same-sex marriage, we heard not a peep from our pastors. And today, 73% of professing Christians now believe that sodomy, which used to be rightly determined to be a mental disorder, and same-sex marriage was unthinkable because it was such an abomination even to non-Christians. Today, 73% of professing Christians agree that this is a constitutional right and simply another alternative lifestyle, wholly equal to traditional marriage between one man and one woman. 
just a different choice. More compromise, but still no excuses. I'm so frustrated at the lack of courage and conviction among Americans, and especially among churchgoers and their pastors. Even though we know our public schools and colleges are actively and deliberately indoctrinating our children with antichrist demonic lies, pushing for perverted sex education from the youngest of ages, encouraging our kids to try sodomy for themselves because it just might be right for them, and not to mention the transgender agenda, drag queen story time, and critical race theory. And now, even as they're telling parents they have no right to know what their kids are being taught, still almost nobody shows up at school board meetings to voice their opposition. Because if they dare speak any truth, they're shouted down by everyone else in the room, ostracized by the community, and labeled as domestic terrorists. More compromise at the expense of the souls of our own children. There's no excuse for that. We also allowed our last presidential election to be clearly and blatantly stolen by leftist lunatics bent on the dismantling of our economy, our food supply, our energy sources, our banking system, our health care system, pretty much everything. Even though in state after state after state, evidence was clear and obvious of the most fraudulent election in our history, nothing has been done about it. Yes, we had a million people show up in D.C. on January 6th of 21 to present a redress of grievances, grievous grievances. But that turned out to be a trap, and hundreds of patriots were caught in that trap, and now our capital is surrounded by tall fences and barbed wire to keep people out of the house they pay for. Now the patriots have gone home, too afraid to return, lest they too end up in the gulag. So we just accept that this is the way things are now, but there's no excuse for that. The COVID pandemic exposed so much. The pharmakia sorcery of big pharma, the evil schemes of the world's so-called elite, bent on world domination and subjugation of all the world's people. The insanity of forced mask wearing, forced social distancing, the forced closure and destruction of stores and churches, and worst of all, the forced jabs of experimental DNA-altering gene therapy. We now understand this was all just dramatic theater, designed to make people fearful and keep them fearful so that they would comply. We also know that despite untold thousands of injuries and deaths from these jabs, governments and health officials worldwide refuse to stop requiring them for everyone. They're now pushing to inject even newborn babies. Every soul on planet Earth is the goal, and they're well on their way. Big businesses compromised and cooperated in this scheme, even though they never had to, and it became no jab, no job. A staggering number of people have died as a result of all this. Our supply chain has also been deliberately sabotaged. A couple months ago, I predicted that oil would soon hit $100 a barrel, and I was ridiculed by so many who told me this would never happen. How ridiculous and irresponsible of me, they said. Well, today, oil is at 126 a barrel, and gas at the pump is 489 a gallon where I live, and moving higher. There's a lot more I could mention, but you get the idea. There can be no compromise with evil. God's word is clear in Ephesians 5. Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of these things the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Try to discern what is pleasing to the Lord. Take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. But you know what? Living on the side of righteousness and standing for what is good and exposing the unfruitful works of darkness is going to cost you something, as the Canadian truckers found out. The Canadian Freedom Convoy made an impact on the whole world because those people fearlessly stood up to the tyrant 
and that inspired others to do so too. It caused a shockwave among the globalist New World Order crowd, and now, as you see, we don't hear a whole lot about COVID anymore. Now we're being trained to fear World War III with Russia and Ukraine. I'm not downplaying the seriousness of that situation, but mark my words, none of us understands all that's going on there. But one thing I do know, it makes a very convenient distraction to keep us in fear while the next chess piece is moved into place and the shackles tighten a little bit more around each of our ankles. When the People's Convoy here in America was announced, I predicted it would not have anywhere near the impact as what we saw in Canada, because Americans, for the most part, have been kept ignorant and dumb. Sorry, but it's true. Ignorant and dumb makes for compliant and numb. Apathy. I don't want to rain on anybody's truck parade, but I knew, as plans were announced for the convoy here in the States, that it would end up as a waste of time. Organizers stated up front they were not going to enter D.C. or go near the Capitol. They were going to work with local police and make sure they didn't impede traffic or cause any commotion. In short, they were going to hold a protest, but they were going to compromise and make sure nobody was inconvenienced in any way. But that is not how you affect any sort of change. For a couple of weeks now, the People's Convoy has held patriotic rallies and driven around the D.C. belt line, but that's pretty much it. I've tried hard to find anything of significance from this convoy in the news, but there's nothing, not even in the reliable alternative media I often rely on. This event is still going on, but having no impact, no effect. They haven't had any impact on Congress or the illegitimate administration or the mandates and rules they've sought to put an end to. You know, they can wave as many flags as they like and hold as many rallies as they like on private property away from public view, but nothing will change because they've decided to compromise, break no laws, no matter how toothless or unlawful those laws may be. I suspect it will all be over soon, going out with a whimper, when they can no longer afford the price of diesel. Because while the Canadian movement was able to raise $10 million twice, this movement has not even been able to raise $2 million total, because it's been wholly ineffective, because of compromise. In order to be effective in fighting wickedness, evil, and darkness, you have to be willing to give something up. You have to be in it to win it. You have to be all in. There can be no compromise with evil. In Acts 5, we read about Jesus' disciples being arrested and confronted by the religious leaders. Here's what happened. And when they had brought them, they set them before the council. And the high priest questioned them, saying, We strictly charged you not to teach in this name, Jesus' name. Yet here you have filled Jerusalem with your teaching, and you intend to bring this man's blood upon us. But Peter and the apostles answered, We must obey God rather than men. You see, when we stand for righteousness, we also need to be ready for persecution. 1 Peter 4.12 Beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery trial when it comes upon you to test you, as though something strange were happening to you. No, we should expect persecution, not run from it, and certainly not compromise with evil to avoid it. And we need to be ready to give up all the fleshly desires and luxuries of this world. James 4.4 You adulterers and adulteresses, Know ye not that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Whosoever, therefore, will be a friend of the world is an enemy of God. And Psalm 119, Joyful are people of integrity who follow the instructions of the Lord. Joyful are those who obey his laws and search for him with all their hearts. They do not compromise with evil. 
and they walk only in his paths. Friends, I do not seek persecution, but I know that if I'm going to have any impact for truth and righteousness, and if I'm going to be of any use to God in this life at all, I'm not going to be well-liked and popular. If we belong to Jesus, he's assigned each of us a cross to carry. Cross-carrying isn't fun, but compromise is not an option. When we compromise with evil, when we go along to get along, when we are politically correct, biting our tongues in order to be non-offensive to those who are ignorant, dumb, deceived, or part of the wicked world system, we cease to be salt and light. And until we gather the courage to love not our own lives, even unto death, we'll always remain utterly useless to God. Let the dead bury the dead. There can be no compromise with evil. Audio CDs and text versions of this message are available when you call me at Wisconsin Christian News, 715-486-8066, or email Rob, R-O-B, at wisconsinchristiannews.com and ask for message number 353. This has been the Truth Commentary with Rob Pugh, publisher of the Wisconsin Christian News. Find us on the internet at wisconsinchristiannews.com. Questions and comments? Email Rob. R-O-B at WisconsinChristianNews.com. The views expressed are those of the speaker.